This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And perhaps one of the more popular futures bets that one might make here in early July for the NFL involves passing yards. How will a quarterback perform uh, once the games begin and how many yards will they pass for? And even though many of us may want to back a hotshot quarterback, no matter what the number is, uh, that they will perform really well, like going over Mahomes' passing yards for the season, something like that, there is really good evidence out there that suggests if you're going to attack the passing yards market right now, it's best to go under for maybe not everybody, but for the lion's share of quarterbacks. So Connor Allen of four for four football has done the research to suggest blindly betting on unders for passing yards is profitable to the tune of more than 70%. Part of that involves, say, injuries. Uh, but I would argue, too, that especially last season, defenses were really, really good at taking away deep passes because they were playing a good bit more split safety coverages. And while you can counter that by having better run games and more explosive underneath plays, it still suggests that you're not going to get those chunk plays as easily as you could, say, two years ago, three years ago, something like that. So even though offenses are becoming more sophisticated, Aaron, as someone who's watched football a long time, just like I have, these things are cyclical, right? Even though the game is tailored more for passing and the rules suggest uh, that offenses reign supreme, defenses do find ways to catch up. And I think that's what we're seeing right now, where it's probably more profitable right now, even though markets adjust, to bet on unders for passing yards. Yeah, uh, my mentor, Bill Krakenberger, put me on to these markets last year and it was very profitable and i talked about it on this show so i'll definitely be on it again and i think you know the passing yards market is definitely a place to look because how oftentimes do we see quarterbacks even missing a handful of games and already that prop is more likely looking under especially when i looked at some of these quarterbacks that i'm going to target their prop is even higher than their total is higher for this upcoming season than how they finished last season. So it's, it's interesting to me. For example, a guy like Russell Wilson. Um, you look back at minicamp and head coach Sean Payton was asked about, you know, what are they going to do to get this team turned around? And he talked about special teams 
and running the ball. We've also seen Russell Wilson not very good the last couple of years. So to expect him to have even more passing yards this season than he did last, I'm not buying it. That's that's one of the unders that I'm looking at. I also looked at Mac Jones. He finished with 2997 last year. His prop, 3,400 and a half. Under. He could implode. It could be Bailey Zappy season again. What are we even doing? Give me the under on Mac Jones. Uh, Kirk Cousins, another one. I mean, there's so many. I literally had to stop myself. I'm like, how much money do I want to pour into this to have tied up? Because we haven't even got to the rushing yards either. But <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at Kirk. Perhaps you could look at Jared Goff. Is he due for an injury? You know, that's possible. Derek Carr, he's on a new team. He had 3-5-3-3 last season, under 3,800. I mean, I think that's a good bet. I wish Jimmy G was listed. He was not from what I could see, but he's coming off. Remember? Oh, yeah, Jimmy G needs surgery on his foot. Is that guy going to stay healthy? So, yeah, there's there's a lot to look at here um, that I find very interesting. Definitely. And – Part of it, too, is when you look at this time of year, there's there's the PR spin, right, that everybody uh, is optimistic for one reason or another. You look at Russell Wilson in Denver, you've got a new head coach. You look at Derek Carr, you've got a new situation where I would argue the collection of receivers after wide receiver number one for the Saints is better than what he had in Las Vegas. You know, Devontae Adams is the best receiver among the two teams, but – after you take away each team's best receiver, I'd say collateral for New Orleans. So you have that to deal with. Uh, but there's reason for optimism everywhere. And this trend suggesting to take unders when it comes to passing yards leads me to believe not to listen to that spin. That this is still a competitive sports league where some quarterbacks will not pan out. They will not play well. And there's so many reasons why a quarterback, even if he does play well, won't get to that passing number. So one instance, in one example here, involves Josh Allen. His number at last check is uh, 43.50 and a half. I think the under makes sense. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. may be more conservative but maybe they control the game a good bit better there are paths to believing that teams and quarterbacks can play well but they're still going under uh some of these big totals and i haven't even mentioned the whole stefan Diggs thing 
I don't know if you saw the report about Josh Allen basically saying, oh, yeah. well, the media overblew it. It's the media's fault as far as the whole Stefan Diggs controversy. I, I, I hate that fallback. I hate that crutch. You know, Josh Allen is not one I looked at. I kind of stayed away from, like, the really big names. Well, except for, like, Aaron Rodgers. He is one that Mm -hmm. I found interesting because, obviously, he's getting older. Will he get injured? I mean, we're already hearing things, right? And the season hasn't even started. So, last year, he had 3,695 passing yards, and his prop is 3,950. So, 255 yards. To me, I'm like, you know what? That really could go either way if he does stay healthy and now he's on a better team I I'm I was like I ultimately decided to pass now the one that I really am curious about that I had because the number is crazy but remember when you made your argument about Lamar and the Ravens and their receivers I believe that was Mm -hmm. Friday so I had Lamar like first on my list as someone I was looking at he finished last season 2,242 passing yards. Of course, he didn't play the full season. We all know the whole story, right? So this year, his prop, it's like 14 yards higher, 3,625 and a half. But after you made that argument on Friday, I'm wondering if this should be another pass or stay away. But that's that's a big discrepancy there for him to go over. I mean, you're saying he's going to have 1,400 more passing yards? That stood out to me like, whoa, that's a big number. But if he's healthy, then that offense will be scary. And that's the Uh part that – because, you know, you're also having a new offensive coordinator out in Baltimore. And it may be one where, yeah, underneath throws, running a little bit less. You want to preserve your investment at quarterback. So you're not going to subject him to harm nearly as often. He f- so many different, f- and he finally yeah. got paid. Maybe he's motivated. He's always been wanting to prove he's a receiver, a receiver, <laughs> more of a passing quarterback. No, exactly. And now that he's got <laughs> some receivers, you know, he's going to be. It's a, a new offensive coordinator. I mean, things could go. That's why I was like, you know what? He could have four thousand passing yards. I'm just going to stay away from Lamar here. There's other places to look where I feel way more confident that someone's going to miss time or go under that. I, I, mm-hmm. I just, if it feels 50, 50, I'm staying away. Same with like Derek Carr. I don't know. You know what I mean? New team. That, that to me just seems like a stay away, but I love the Mac Jones, maybe even Kirk cousins. I mean, Kirk cousins has been so durable. He does have Justin Jefferson, but maybe, you know, it could go under. I, I did end up passing on Kirk as well, but Russell Wilson and Mac Jones, maybe even Goff, or a few I really liked, Rodgers. There were two teams I mentioned on Friday that I feel are overrated specifically because the offensive projections don't like either of them. One's the Patriots. The other one's the Giants. Daniel Jones's number is 3,300 and a half at last check. If he's already due for regression, and let's say he plays poorly or they rely on the run game more than they should, that to me is a juicy under. I like that approach as far as saying, all right, this passing attack is not going to work out very well. You've got defenses in that division that can be quite formidable. You know, whatever you think of, say, Washington's, you know, defense as a whole, you know the line can put together a really strong pass rush inside and outside yeah so Jones will have to deal with that 
The Cowboys defense with Micah Parsons, he's scary. The Eagles defense with that defensive line, that's mighty, mighty good. So the, the strength of competition is really bad for the Giants. And then you I look at just that. the overall offense and you go, this passing attack doesn't have a whole lot of names. You need a strong wide receiver one, maybe a, you know, a strong pair of receivers at the top of your board. And you go, okay, then you can trust this offense more, but the Giants don't have that. So to me, a Daniel Jones under bet feels really, really good. I love that one. What did he finish with last year? Oh, did boy. You look at that. I, I yeah. didn't. Let me see. Daniel Jones. But, I mean, I, even just thinking, let's say Saquon is healthy again and has another good season. I mean, they're going to be going to hit, having him run the ball. 32 That's what they do. Yeah. And it's – what is it? It's 3205, and at last check, it was 3300 and a half for this okay. year. So you're expecting them to, yeah. to perform at an even higher level. I think level. that's a good look. I love that. Yeah. Those are really yeah, the ones I looked at. If the books are expecting them to perform at an even higher level, and it was like a pretty big discrepancy, I'm like, yeah, give me the under. Mm-hmm please well <laughs> and it and it suggests too that maybe offenses will figure out how to play split safety coverages a little bit better uh or that they'll you know they'll find ways to to do a lot of yak you know the offenses will will be designed a little bit more like say the kyle shanahan offense where you'd sort of dump it off and then the receiver is the one making a lot of plays for you know 50 60 yards whatever it is if we see more of that then fine you know all bets are off but I don't know if league-wide will get something like that. Maybe it's something that perhaps takes another season to evolve in that particular direction. And look, offenses and defenses know how to adjust. It is a copycat league, fine. But I look at this and go, might take another year for everyone to kind of be on the same page. Uh, Joe, when it comes to to passing yard props, uh, what's something that stands out to you? Well, something an angle that I think is worth taking a look at, as you guys were going over some of the scheduling spots for certain teams, which play callers are, do we expect to be significant upgrades? Where can we help things? Or, you know, you can go the other way too with downgrades. And, you know, we've gone over that, especially with running backs, how you just jump on the unders a lot of times with running backs and wide receivers, but not as often with quarterbacks. And a couple that really stand out to me, or at least changes in the positive sense. So are we going to, can, can we find a betting angle with passing yards is Patriots. Is there a bigger upgrade yeah. than Patricia to Bill O'Brien? Right? So h- how are they going to score points? Assuming they're going to score more points, how is that going to come? Is there going to be a prop available? And another team that's been popular that we've talked a lot about that we expect to re-enter that title conversation is the Baltimore Ravens, right? Uh, you finally move on from Roman, and it's Todd Munkin. So what is he going to do with Lamar? I, I think those are a couple of different betting angles to take a look at. Talked a lot about the Cowboys. So how's McCarthy's offense going to be different than what Kellen Moore was trying to do? Is it going to hurt Dak's numbers in any way? Um, with, with more Pollard, is is it going to be all Pollard with McCarthy? Like we kind of go back in time, but you can look at what the Packers used to do in the Rodgers years. The game, the sport has changed a lot since then too, and McCarthy's seen a lot. So I don't know that he's going to go back to that same style of play calling 
those are a few few angles that I'm certainly taking a look at. The change with play callers and what teams are looking to do versus what they did not like with their last play caller. You know, two thoughts to that. Number one, you, you may have a new play caller, but it doesn't necessarily mean things work out in different ways. You know, you could mm -hmm. have a change, but you could have the same result, or it could even get worse. I mean, it is possible that New England could have an even worse offense uh, when things were already a tad anemic a season ago. Specifically when it comes to the Cowboys, though, I would be very careful looking too much at the Rodgers-McCarthy relationship because, A, things have changed a good bit, and B, specifically when it comes to the Cowboys context, they, bit, they did pick up Brandon Cooks. They did address the wide receiver position a good bit more this offseason. And specifically when it comes to the Cowboys, and he's highly touted, they want him to be utilized. And I got to think that means Dak's going to throw the ball a good bit more not just to C.D. Lamb, but to the rest of the new receivers. So that, to me, suggests that this offense could click a little bit more, and it's why I think the Cowboys should be taken seriously to win the NFC East and maybe a Dak over, though that one I think I'm probably going to stay away. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we talk hot dogs, right? Hot dogs. Why not? Right here on the BetQL Network.